dancing captains to a brand new episode of M Class Podcast. Um, oh my God. Right into it. <laughs> Uh, the place where dreams are made. If your dreams are about two white dudes with beards and glasses talking about cool things like Star Trek. Yeah. Innovative. Never before <laughs> Never <been> done. done. <laughs> Never, ever. Well, no, I don't know if anyone's ever talked about this episode, but, you know. I don't maybe. think the writers talked about this episode. No, it's true. Well, as always, Josh Henderson is here. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm here and... Uh, Yeehaw! I, I open up my Mountain Dew with my six gun. That's obligatory. Jeff isn't here. Make fun of him. As uh, you may have gathered, I'm not actually Jeff Pennington, <gasps> um, who is away dealing with family shit, which coincidentally is something I'll bet the crew of the USS Voyager are probably glad they don't have to deal with all the time. Yeah, right? Send me 75,000 like, uh, light years away. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, I'm free. Yeah. Replicator, a holodeck, no family shit. I think uh, the only crew member on Voyager that gives a shit is Harry, right? Because he's yeah. always like, Mommy and Daddy! Bleh. Yeah. I mean, Janeway gets over her uh, engagement and qui- uh, engagement quicker than her puppies that she can't see the birth of. Well, she has that hot Irish hologram, the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Her first officer, the piece of cardboard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does she fuck him? Do you I, think? I presume she does on that. You know that episode where he builds her a bath, where it's like, oh yeah. Do you remember that one where they build a house together and they never mention it again because that's because it's that Roger. is so weird. And it starts like that episode is the perfect sort of um, starts as as the second part of a two parter, but you don't know you've missed the first. Yeah. And I'm just what, like, like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> how did we get here? They get a virus that is never dealt with on screen. They just are there on the planet and Voyager's the like, see virus? you later. Is it the, <laughs> you have to fuck your captain virus? Yeah, definitely. I mean... I've had that. I mean, <laughs> building a bath is... That's, that's next level shit. That's not like, you know, picking someone up from the airport, is it? No, maybe maybe Chakotay was a contractor on his Maki planet. Maybe he he drove a space truck around and like had a, put signs in people's yard like Chakotay labor, <laughs> Chakotay carpentry. Yeah, Chik- <laughs> yeah. Um, what even am I? Yeah, what even are you, Chakotay? Because <laughs> you're certainly not Native American Indian yeah, or whatever no, the no. you want to be called. Which I space. Space Native American. It's I, different. Yeah. I assume um, that that was the meeting. We want to call you. We want you to be a Native American. Can we still yeah. say Indian? Shall we do it? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get this dude who doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. Like, what a great idea, right? Like, on paper. Like, yeah, let's have a Native American Starfleet officer. That's cool shit. Yeah. Uh Maybe you would want to hire a Native American <laughs> to play that guy. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's the he is my least favorite of all Star Trek characters by a long. He certainly he certainly is on the show. I will yeah. say that well, he's a right wing nut job as well, isn't he? Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys have told the story before about how he made everyone add the love plot so he could get sacked, and then. Actually, they did it. Yeah, he wanted to get fired. <laughs> like, what do you 
what do you how bad are you that like you can't get fired yeah. like, just like, go up and punch the... brad and braga in the face if you want to get just fired. don't don't show up just quit yeah be like i'm done but he had genuinely nothing to do for seven years what a great job yeah i just like <laughs> essentially that's what we do right yeah i mean i don't have anything to do for seven years just talk about star trek um so yeah jeff's not here so i'm here british replacement rich masters so uh jeff broke the in case of lack of british break glass thing there's like a tea bag behind it or maybe an indian yeah. diamond that we've stolen wow uh, <laughs> a tea bag uh conflict diamond yep what else? Maybe what else some do you guys Elgin, have? Elgin marbles or something like that. Uh, Excalibur. Uh, the Falkland Islands. The Falklands. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Nobody wants those. No. Uh, today <laughs> we're talking about Star Trek Voyager season two, episode twenty-one, Deadlock. But before you switch off, <laughs> yes. this one might be good, maybe ish. Hard. 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 To, I haven't de- decided how I like, yeah. feel about this. Like, I, I I don't know how to feel about this episode. I save. I wrote some notes, but I saved my ranking for talking about it because I am fully uh, prepared to be talked around whether or not you think it's good or shit. Because I I don't so know. Weird. I don't know. I was hoping you would tell me what to think. Okay. Well, this is going to be fun. We're going to get a also who, no who, result. Who, requested this bullshit oh yeah by the way uh so we are at the end of we've got <laughs> this one episode left of the shipwreck witcher boys collection by rich masters who by is, uh, some fool named pitch pastors <laughs> who sounds like a dork yeah what a, uh, what do you gotta do to get your thing selected and host the show? Jesus I know, Christ! Man. I must have some real shit over you too. <laughs> I mean, I yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, I've seen enough of your WhatsApps to have painted to paint a picture <laughs> to the authorities by now. Um, yes. you've sent me some random pictures over the over the years. <laughs> let's just say that. Um, so. Uh, this episode was, as I say, the 21st episode of season two. So just as Voyager started to get almost thinking about going. Because yeah, they never they're quite still, got there. They're still somewhere. They're, they're, it's still like in the like, uh, what are the bad aliens? Yeah. Right? Like what, what, like now they're, now these bad guys in this one are like garbage pail kids. <laughs> Scrotum men. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember any of these guys. Like, I have no memory of these. Like, I've watched through this series probably three times. Yeah. And it still baffles me that when we do an episode, I'm like, I don't remember this fucking episode <laughs> at all. I actually think, like, the Vidian are, like, one of the better Voyager villains. But they're so underused. Like, how creepy is it that someone steals your organs? Yeah. Organ harvesting—it's pretty—it's a pretty cool concept. Yeah, because they've got this terrible like zombie disease where yeah. they just shed and look like a scrotum with sunburn. Yeah, that's—I can't relate to that <laughs> at all. Spread that eagle on the roof of your apartment as you speak. <laughs> must be terrible to have to look like that. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, they're interesting. They're definitely better than the Kazon, like the. 
broccoli, yeah, the broccoli Kalecons. Gar- garbage broccoli. I always, mm. you know, so there's, okay, so like there's the Kazon, there's these fuckers, the, the uh, I keep wanting to call them Sour Patch Kids, the Garbage <laughs> Pail Kids. Uh, then there's the the trash dudes. Oh, the Malon, yeah, with the, the scowls. They've got the garbage And then there's scouts. the spy dudes. Oh. Who spy on people. Which ones are They're they? like the potato men. They look like potatoes. And they have like they're like super stealthy, and they spy on Voyager, and they just like voyeurs. Oh, Voyager, yeah. voyagers. <laughs> um, then you got the Herogen. Yeah, the they're hunters, the predators, but they they hardly you know got any sort of depth to them. And then it's you got the like Borg. they just it's like they just chopped up the Borg's different qualities, and mm. were like because they didn't want to bring the Borg out too quickly. Yeah. Which Even is, though that's what the whole show should be about. Yeah, absolutely. It should be it should about be that. Like, yeah, it's, it should be Battlestar Galactica, yep. but with the Borg. Well, I mean, it, it, it is exactly that. Because like the best parts that Ronald D. Moore did with Battlestar Galactica was realising that, um, you know, you've got one ship, you're constantly being chased, and your ship yeah. changes and gets shittier. It doesn't yeah. show up in San Francisco seven years later looking like exactly the same ship that you can put in it, a museum. It doesn't show up seven <laughs> years later with, like, technology from, like, the like two centuries from now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't they get that ablative armor? And yep. it's like, it's like, this ship is fucking unstoppable at this point. Yep, and then they never use that again. Yeah, and it's like Starfleet was like, nah, that's too overpowered. We gotta nerf this. Yeah. We wouldn't want to not have our ships explode. It doesn't make any sense. If we unlock this DLC now, we won't have anything to unlock in 50 years' time. (laughs) So, this episode, because I feel like if we're not careful, we could tangent on what Voyager should be for 100 years, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a typical us doing a Voyager episode. I mean, it's pretty normal. I like how you've ad- adopted the voyage, Voyager pronunciation. Voyager. I, I said Voyager, and you then did. earlier before we recorded, I said uh, Voyager. <laughs> like, yay, we get to do it. Yay. <laughs> so um, fun. The episode starts with, uh, uh, predictably, Neelix, like all good episodes of Star Trek start. Oh, God. Ambushing Ensign uh, Bland Wildman. That's a yeah, name, Ensign right? Ensign Wildman, <laughs> who's like 17 months pregnant. Yeah. With uh, baby chat and coffee substitutes. I hope it is coffee substitutes, because you shouldn't drink coffee when you're pregnant. Oh, shouldn't you? I don't think you should. You can, pro- you can drink replicated coffee. It's got... It's oh, not it's co- not good it's caffeine, like- yeah. It's probably just some weird, like, space thing, like magic coffee. It doesn't affect you. No, oh, that would be... That but would it be does. Great. Alcohol right? that doesn't yeah. make you fat or yeah. drunk. Coffee yeah. that doesn't make you stay up all night. Alcohol that makes you drunk, but then you can just, like, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Um, Give me that shit. He gets a heavily pregnant woman to bend down and do a lot of repairs. And yeah, she's also a science person, and why is she doing all these repairs? Yeah, he's he's like the you know when you mention to a family member that you use computers, and oh, your God. family member is like, "Can you show me how to use my phone and and get me a new oh. phone and stuff like that?" And you're like, "No, I, d- I don't, I don't do anything with that." I started saying like, 
like whenever somebody asks me that, I I say, okay, well, my rate is five hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because even that is still not worth no. <laughs> not worth doing that. Um, my yeah. someone at work today came to me and showed me their phone and said, "Do you think I can fix this?" And this phone looked like, like shit basically it was like a button was hanging off of it the screen was all cracked and i was like i don't fix phones for one you oh just... do <laughs> i thought he was just like asking you do you think that this can be fixed no, not no. like can you fix this yeah. i was like for one i don't fix phones but for two this is like this is like beyond that that Game Boy that they found in Iraq that could still yeah play. the one at the Nintendo store yeah <laughs> that one still works yeah this phone didn't I like I've got one of those Surface chargers next to my laptop and I put it yeah, on yeah. it and it went red where it didn't recognize it as a phone I mean does this guy know that you don't work at the Apple store well apparently not apparently not I was just I was just twenty years younger than him. So he just oh he's it at old me. I got it I got gotcha. you so, yeah you can fi- I mean you can fix anything really mm. but <laughs> why would you <laughs> so uh, Neelix triggers Ensign Blandman's uh, labor and they take her oh. to sick bay where uh, a sex offender future sex offender and yes. uh, someone with awful bedside manner. Uh, are the probably the two worst people to have over you as you have your vagina out on the table, right? I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't really speak to that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Fucking Kes. Kes. I don't know what her real name is. She's in um, uh, SLC Punk. She's uh, Sandy in SLC Punk. I know she was in um, American History X as well as um, Ed yeah, Norton's sister. Um, oh really? I can only remember. Oh, she's not. She's not a fascist. Yeah, she's actually Bruce quite Balk good in is. that. I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, I get she... to live it every day in America, so I don't. <laughs> well, yeah, really. yeah. You don't need to worry about it. You just look out your it. window to watch American history. <laughs> there go the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we cut to the bridge, and Tom Paris clearly doesn't grasp the wait times of childbirth because he's never touched a woman. Before this <laughs> it's like, why is it taking so long? <laughs> why can't you just teleport the child out? Which they eventually do. Which they do! <laughs> um, I mean, if you can do that, why aren't you doing that? Yeah, I, I I, don't know. I don't know. I thought, you know what? When I was watching it, I was like, why don't they just tell, like transport the baby out? And then they did it, and I was like, oh, cool. Well, that was easy. But, and then they're like, well, here's all these other reasons why the baby is sick or whatever. Mm. Like... Uh, made up shit <laughs> I mean yeah. yeah and then Tuvok regales the bridge with the fact that his wife took 96 hours to give birth which, which for a Vulcan is it's like a deep that's breath that's normal yeah that's normal <laughs> it's like a deep breath and a sigh um, I love in uh, like Strange New Worlds when uh, Spock is like this is the most excruciating pain I've ever felt and he's <laughs> yeah. just straight just faced straight faced yeah um then, uh, for some reason, Chicote Chicote points out the kid isn't his, which I didn't. What? Really... Yeah, I don't remember that. He says something. I wrote it in my notes. He's like, he points out that the baby isn't his, and it's like, what? Okay. Um, and I then... mean, <laughs> what? Oh, it's because Janeway says the baby belongs to all of them, which right, I found it... it's, the... it's creepy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it's the first baby born on Voyager because they're they're expecting this to be like a generation ship, right? Mm. Like it's gonna take 
fucking 80 years to get home, so... it just Spoilers, it just feels like 80 years. It feels like we've already been watching this show for 80 years, and yeah. we're only like five minutes into yeah. the episode. It, well, it's so weird, because it's got like a seven-minute cold open. It's like a yeah, really a long open. Um, so, then what happens? Vidian ships appear on the screen, and Tom suggests in his infinite wisdom that they head into a plasma drift to block sensors. He just wants to say he Tokyo drifted. <laughs> he Vidian drifted around a plasma yeah. nebula. Um, We're a family. It's the first baby born on Voyager. We're a family. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't be celebrating the fact that a baby was born on this ship that's going to take 75 years to get well, home. She does say that. She's like, I don't know if I should be like, yeah. con- like congratulating her or saying I'm sorry, right? Mm. Like, At least which, it, fair. Kid, kid doesn't know any better, right? No, this kid's pretty lucky. It's mm. all things considered. <laughs> I mean, imagine what, what happens. Imagine spending your whole life with this group of people, and then, like, on your eighth birthday or whatever it is, you get back home and you realise that there's actual people with personality living in the quadrant. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, the seven years <laughs> I've spent were purgatory. I I thought that people were all boring and didn't have any personality. It turns out there's tons of interesting people here. Um, Fuck. Uh, then we cut back to sickbay and Ensign Wildman shrieks in pain and the doctor asks, what is it? Which I, yeah. I found really weird. Like, you've got a tricorder in your hand, dude. You're, li- you're literally um, like He's en- a computer. Encarta for medical. Yeah, Encarta. <laughs> That's uh That's a dated reference. Speaking of generational ships, <laughs> that's a bit of a throwback. I mean everyone had that, right? I did, but I'm old, so we were the same age, so we all yeah. had it. But it's an encyclopedia, which was a book that you used to look up shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a CD. It was a it was, a, it was like the internet <laughs> that you had to move with your hands. Yeah. Yeah. The internet you had to put in your computer. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Um, so then the doc says that her this says the most disgusting line in all of Voyager. Her cranial ridges have lodged yeah. in Ensign Blandman's u- uterine wall. Uterine and I was wall. like, <laughs> I uh, I could see it, and I didn't like it. And I also was like, why didn't anybody fucking like realize that this could be a thing? Because yep. this is space, and like. We have fucking, like, magic medicine, so yep. what do we... This is a complication we didn't foresee? Well, the thing is, <laughs> like, if you, have, if you like, getting, uh, you know, like, your rocks off with Darth Maul, you're gonna have a baby that's got spikes. Yeah, if you're... If, you're, <laughs> if you got Zabrak fever, <laughs> you're gonna have uh, a, a... I mean, I'm assuming that their dick has spikes, too, yeah, so like that's how we got here. Like a cat. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's Ensign Wildman is literally a night sister. Yeah. <laughs> sister of the night. Um, sister of the Blandman. <laughs> um, so they do a fetal transport, which, again, why are they not doing this for every this baby be born? Standard procedure. I mean, yeah. if anyone knows anything about childbirth, which we all know, we have all heard horror stories. Uh, I saw the video at health class, yeah. I know. I mean, no one wants to... If you... I mean, essentially, she's got a baby coming out of her that has a head full of... head 
laced with broken glass, right, and thorns. Oh, God, you're making it worse. <laughs> How is that a- ever going to go well? I was gonna. I was okay with it up until you made that analogy. Now I'm like not okay. But so I'm gonna, I'm sticking on this point for a bit as well. The baby, the way a baby's head comes out, and the way yeah. her horns are aligned, it was always gonna be a problem. It's always gonna be a problem. Yeah. Just yeah, I've seen that. It, it comes. It, it does. <laughs> it's not a garage door, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't like like you, your head doesn't like just like clear the wall and the ceiling. <laughs> it just like <laughs> like slurps out. Yep. After like tearing you in half. Yeah. After it becomes the size of like the thing from Starship Troopers at the end. <laughs> oh God. I'm afraid. I'm doing my part. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Um, but if you can do a fetal transport, just do it for everything. Nine yeah, it doesn't make sense. Transport. Maybe in the maybe in the future, like everyone's so bored of their fucking perfect <laughs> utopian life that they're like, you know what? I want to know what the old timers felt when they had a baby. <laughs> Sam um, Wildman wants to die. She's so sick and tired of Voyager yeah. after two years that she's like, hopefully, childbirth will kill me. She's like, I'm 47, I'm still an ensign. Yeah, what have I got to live for? If I have to live, <laughs> if I have to have another cup of Neelix's black goo and listen to a Tom Paris talk about, you know, some TV show he watched that's yeah, from 200 years ago, yeah. or fix a car, I'm going to blow my brains out with a phase rifle. So Every just... time I go to uh, fucking the cafe, I got to do some menial task for... This kitchen rat who can't fucking <laughs> unplug and plug back in a blender. <laughs> you fucking could, idiot. Off screen, you could see her just gradually putting her hand in the blender. Uh, just, <laughs> just thinking about it. Just tr- wants to just feel something now. Yeah. Yes, anything other than this. Um, <laughs> but baby Naomi, she's not called Naomi yet. She's called Baby. Uh, baby Wild. Yeah, because they thought it was a boy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, just I mean scans. Those yeah, how are, do you not? Maybe like <laughs> even even today, like everybody knows what they're ha- like. Nobody does that anymore, no. right? Nobody nobody waits to see. No, um, it doesn't make sense like at all to do that because like you got to know what you're doing. You right? got a plan, right? Yeah, you got to paint rooms and shit, and yeah. you got to gender gender roles for yeah. all the people who like that shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to prepare your confetti cannons. Yeah, um, you gotta crash your plane when you do your reveal. Um, you gotta disappoint everyone in your family. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I always like that people. on. I always like that on Facebook when people announce that they're pregnant, and I always like, like much like sticking my hand in a blender. I think about writing congratulations on not pulling out. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you cummed inside your wife. Great work. <laughs> <laughs> Well done for doing the literally the biological least yeah. thing you could do, apart from wow, breathing. Yeah, yeah, you you uh, you had sex with no condom. Yeah. Great work. Well done for <laughs> contributing to all the world's global problems by having another person live on it. Yep. See, I, I see, 
that's part of the reason why we adopted because I was like, I don't want to contribute to the problem. Let's just get, we'll just get a kid that, you know. We'll just find a slightly used child. Yeah, yeah. We'll just pull him off the shelf. Well, maybe you got him from like a different universe, but it's the same universe or something. Well, maybe, maybe. Slightly out of That's face. probably what happened. He's slightly out of face with fucking logic and reason. So, you know, that makes <laughs> Hey, don't talk about Spider-Man like that. <laughs> uh, Nobody knows what I'm talking about. We're not even at the fucking cold open yet. No, we're not. This is going to be the longest episode yeah. ever. So uh, <laughs> the ship is caught in some turbulence and the warp engine shut down and they lose power um, and they're losing antimatter. They're leaking antimatter. So Janeway suggests hitting the ship with proton bursts, hitting the warp core with proton bursts. But before they can do it, the ship is hit by something else and completely starts it, falling to shit. It it's like the worst like is this the worst ship catastrophe in all of Star Trek? Like this ship gets fucked up, man. Yeah, to the like, point where I don't know how they fixed it again. Yeah, I uh, I thought about that too. I was like how did they fix it? Yeah, well later on two fox like, you know, the warp nacelles are fused, like we've lost five decks, um like the the red alert bulbs are all broken. Uh, a baby has died. You know the windscreen. The, <laughs> the view dead baby. The view screen wipers aren't working anymore. Uh, we ran out of turn signal fluid. A <laughs> bumper stickers have come off, and ever and then they just they go away. Yeah. In the it's... next scene, they're like, oh. Someone brought out the Hoover, so yeah. you know somebody. Luckily, somebody brought a shop vac with on this trip, and we cleaned it all up. We're like Balana's, like lifting those big lumps of polystyrene that are painted like metal out of the way and yeah. stuff like that. Just um, throwing them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they just they sh- say that the proton bursts have already started. The thing they were gonna do to fix the power. Um, yeah. They're gonna do, but they've already started, and they're originating from inside the house. The call is coming from inside the proton bursts, um, which is, you know, like, I, I, I we talked about this before, but this yeah. descends into really high concept sci-fi, unbefitting yeah. of Voyager. I, I was thinking about it a lot, and I had to admit, like, I watched this episode with, like, one eye open last Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, ah, That's okay. Funny. Yeah. And, uh, but I was like, why doesn't this work? And I, I think, for me, personally, it's because the crew, I don't give a shit about any yeah. of these crew members. Yeah. Like, like, I don't care about any of them. Like, spoilers, when Harry gets sucked out into space, I was yeah. like... I mean, he didn't even do the Alan Rickman arms. He didn't. He couldn't even make that interesting, right? I thought that was. I laughed out loud yeah. at that because I was like, uh, "Harry Kim is the strongest man alive. <laughs> like, there is no way this dude's hanging on. He, that dude would have been just gone. Yeah, like instantly gone. It's not. It's not like he's like clipped to yeah. the like with an engineer's harness to the ladder. Yeah, like there's that. Um, the first episode of the collection, the TNG one, right? When, when they, yeah, when they hold on, yeah, to the... and they are literally being lifted off the floor by like the tiniest yeah. gap in that, um, yeah, that force field, force field of, yeah. right? 
Harry Kim is next to a gaping hole into space and manages to hold on one-handed onto a... I mean, ladder. on a fucking airplane, like a jet in our yeah. world, like if the window breaks, you're out that window, yeah. man, and that's the size of about like my head, yeah. so... And pretty instantly as well. Like, yeah, you're not you're not even like no, you're just done. You're just yeah. out. Like <laughs> the it's always a bit of like apocrypha when um like they have the air being consistently sucked out because it's just like an explosion and loads of the stuff gets instantly gone, right? Yeah, it's just, um, yeah. But like in space, it is like that because it's rush. It's pulling all of the oxygen out of the all of area. It. Yeah. Um. So Balana should have gone as well. Yeah, there's no way like she would have been okay. Like, but whatever. He had to die super dramatically, mm. and we're all supposed to like care and believe it happened, and it's and, gonna stick. Yeah. Um, so is yeah. this the first time he dies? He dies several times in this show. I think he does. This, yeah, he gets turned into a vaudevoir at one point. Yeah. He fucking he's a goo man at one point. He didn't turn they're into all, a catfish, They're all goo man. The coolest way to die. Um, or the coolest way to live. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's a whole breach. Harry says he has some new force field tech that might work. Spoilers, it doesn't. He dies. Um, and <laughs> d- the doc, when they go back to engineering after the whole breach, um, the doc turns away from Neelix, who he's treating, and then it he phases out, and it is the literally the worst CGI since, like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was the Scorpion King. The Scorpion King. <laughs> <laughs> he changes like color, like as if he's yeah. as if he is like they just descaled him in color to make him stand out more. That's what they did. Yeah, they just they like After Effects made a mask around him. It's so and we're weird. like turn him a color. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's like some shit I would do for continue, but it would take me like five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the Star Trek equivalent of Poochie going back to his home planet. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention this. It's not just Balana and Harry that go down to repair the breach. It's Ensign Little Bitch who gets yeah. he gets hit by an exploding conduit, but he uh, knows it's coming and he takes it like he a takes man. Takes it, um, and then he whines on the floor and it's like, "I need help! I need He's help! Like, help me!" Yeah, <laughs> literally. And everyone's like. Just, Everyone's like, bro, the ship is dead, yeah. dude. A baby is <laughs> You're just on, like, died. the lower end of the, <laughs> the spectrum of needs here. But, like, this is literally the scene after the baby dies because they couldn't yeah. do her treatment right because um, the ship, ship is fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a little bitch is like, I need help. Help me. <laughs> Dude, I, I just picture him still down there, like, even after they get everything, like, <laughs> sort of settled. Him. He's just like, eh, hello? Everyone's stepping over him as they're vacuuming up the deck, <laughs> like, moving him to one side. Um, it's like that episode of Sea Lab when the captain gets stuck under the vending yeah. machine. He just, like, it cuts back, and it's like, two years later, he has a beard. <laughs> Anyone? Um, but... He calls for help, and regardless of how... There's so many people in sickbay at this point. They've all, like, got plasma burns, and, like, the doc is phasing in and out because they can't guarantee his power source. Right. And Kez just fucks off and goes and picks up this random ensign who's sitting in the corridor because he he didn't take a hit to the the legs. Yeah, he just didn't want to walk (laughs) otherwise. 
He's like, ah, this is good enough. Quick, boot up the fetal transporter. We've got a baby on deck five. (laughs) 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 Now I'm the baby again. Yeah, just just put him straight in the crib to replace the one that we're just lost. (laughs) Just Uh, give it to Edson Wildman. He's a baby. Replace uh, your other one. So Kez runs down the deck and just vanishes into thin air. Uh, yeah. And Torres reports that Harry's dead and no one cares on the bridge, which I, I really like, laughed about. Anyway. Harry's dead and no one does anything. No one emotes. No one mentions it for the rest of the episode. He's gone. He's dead. What's I, It's crazy, though, that Tuvok, Tuvok in the background, you can see him go, thank God, no more <laughs> clarinet recitals. He does like the Tiger Woods fist. Yeah. Yes. 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 No, no dickhead to play cow toe with. Uh, uh, she throws a bit of pipe into the rift that Kez vanished in, and it shows a. For some reason, it shows a breathable atmosphere on the other side. I can only imagine she threw it at such an angle that like air puffed out of the end of the tube. <laughs> yeah, like she like like javelined it, right? Yeah. Like. It's like yeah, like a like a wormhole inside of a wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> it's very smart engineering thinking. Yeah, I mean, who who knows what's on the other side of that? There could be like Ensign Wildman's dead kid, like a kid alive on the other side, She's just throwing random bits of pipe. Yeah, like there could be like people over there. People are like what the fuck? That's like a that's like a lower deck sketch, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a pipe just shows up. They're like, I don't know. They just ignore it. Uh, back on the bridge, Chakotay magnetises the hull when it doesn't work because everything it does is so useless. Um, and two fox <laughs> record of what's wrong with the ship is oh, that just made me laugh. everything, right? He's like, the toilets on deck five are clogged. Uh, every <laughs> ensign on deck five is dead. Uh there's a like we we put up a slippery when wet signs on deck six like every like every fucking thing man the vending machines out of Dr Pepper <laughs> <laughs> and it's Ensign little way. bitch is still laying on the ground in the Jeffrey's tube Ensign little bitch is blocking the fire escape can someone please move him please um, and then and then after all that he says. And I'm sorry to report that we've got a dead baby in sick bay. Oh, my God. It's like, bring down what? the mood, Tuvok. What the fuck? Yeah, you know, th- <laughs> like, like, like I was saying to you before, this is like a Philip K. Dick story. Yeah. But, like, it's it's like, I I don't know. It, season two of Voyager? Yeah. Epi- like, episode 21? Like, I don't. I don't know. It's the wrong. It's, it's the wrong show for it. It's the wrong time for it. Right. This would have worked yeah. on DS Nine, I think, because the characters have depth. Yeah. Um, they kind of do some something like this. Like, I kind of you know when they go to that planet that's out of phase, oh, right? With the it, like kids. Yeah. With the they kind of do that, but this is like, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And I, I don't care. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> Like, it's the thing. Like, Harry dies and the crew don't even care. So how are you expected to care as an audience member, right? Yeah, also, like, I know he's not dead. And and the fact that I didn't remember this happening is, like, indicative of, like, where we're at, right? With Voyager. Like, I don't remember him dying like this. I know this happens to him several times. 
in this show, but he'll come back or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I sound like. Yeah, he'll yeah, be back. He'll be back. Um, so protons <laughs> hit the bridge again, and the emergency gasoline supply on the bridge catches fire. Um, yep. Because for Gotta some reason, store that gas. there's a lot of yeah. flammable uh, things on the bridge that instantly go up. Um, a lot of plastics to breathe in. <laughs> so um, Janeway, before she reroutes power to uh, engineering, uh, sees a load of ghosts on <laughs> on the on the yeah. bridge. Uh, which are you don't know are alternate versions of them right now. The, look, yeah, I kind of knew. But this I was is like, oh right. This is thirteen <laughs> minutes into the episode, and this is the first time you go over <laughs> to the other ship. It's so weird. Like, yeah, it's such a. It's you're right. It's high concept sci-fi, but it's got no room to breathe. There's no. There's no calm after the storm. Yeah. It's just the next storm happens, yeah. and you're like, oh, now okay. Here we go, dead baby. Because <laughs> pristine Voyager over on the other side is hogging up all the calm. Because they're like sitting yeah. there like, oh, and pristine Janeway is. Uh, well, I should explain. There is a Janeway from the <laughs> from the damaged Voyager sees some, yeah. a Janeway sitting in her chair, as drinking goes, coffee, drinking coffee, and then we cut to another Voyager which isn't damaged at all, and they're all just enjoying their day and going about their business. They see the ship. Janeway sees Janeway evacuating her bridge. <laughs> you're, you're nailing this. I know. Man. I know. I'm, I'm so not confused. <laughs> I'll call her yeah, pristine Janeway. And Janeway. Janeway. I guess we should like Burke and Kirk this, yeah. right? Like, so Plainway. Plainway. <laughs> Plainway. That's the undamaged and. Painway. Oh, that's perfect. Who's damaged. Yeah. Right. Perfect. So Plainway sees Painway and she's like, uh, I just saw a fucking ghost, so can we scan that area? I love that. I love that. No one's like, she's gone yeah. crazy. It's yeah. Just, I saw a ghost on the bridge. All right. All right. Let's check it out. Get call up Egon. Let's go. <laughs> ghost engineering, are you there? Um so but in their engineering, Belana confirms that they have already started the proton wave uh, battering of the warp core. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. What are they doing with this proton thing? It's just it's never really explained, right? They're just It's the experiment, isn't it? Isn't it the experiment, the Kent State experiment oh or whatever God. the fuck? Yeah. Like who went to Kent State and was like, I'm putting my college in here. Yeah. David Livingston like, and yeah. Brandon Braga. Uh, who yeah. wrote this episode? Who you and you will see why he is uh, such a dick later on because uh, there is a specific yeah. line that is so Brandon Braga it is just awful. Was, I don't remember. Was it man? I I sure hope we don't fly into a giant pussy and I get stuck in it. No, it's worse. It's worse than oh that. Oh my god. Um. So Janeway says like, okay, keep going with the proton waves and uh, scan the ship, and I'll be in sick bay. Being really unclo- really close, too close to something that's been in someone's vagina recently. Uh, <laughs> like, give that baby some space, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's too much. It's too much. Just give that baby some space. She's like all up in its grill, touching its face, telling, yeah, demanding a name so she can, because um, she's been making a blanket. Just replicate a blanket. Yeah, again, you're so. That's your biggest problem is you gotta knit a blanket. 
You should see Are what you Titans like the... with. Yeah, you're like literally lost in space. Like, where yeah. the f- what are you like? I got shit to do, man. I'm replicating a blanket. But this is why the general conceit of the show doesn't work, right? We have yeah. we have limited resources. Oh, until we need to make a blanket. Until we need you can't, to yeah. replicate, right. do a holodeck program of a French bar where we can play pool. Right. You can't have the utopia of the Federation exist in a, a, a universe in this in the show where everything's dire. Like, yeah. it doesn't work that way, right? No. That's why Battlestar not. is the better version of this, because yeah. it gets to the point where they're laughing at them eating paper because yeah. they're so fucked up yeah right like yeah well yeah. when that ship gets where it's going it is literally on death's door they've had to amalgamate yeah. ships they've got the silent technology on the ship like the ship is falling apart right yeah they're like hosing it down with like living tissue yeah. from the cylon ship to like like patch the holes and shit crew, like, and, crew have been committing suicide yeah at this point yeah like where they just can't take it anymore yeah, fucking uh, D yeah. just offs herself. That like, so boom. bad. That's that's that's, that's a sad one. Um, <laughs> but like, people have given up. Yeah. Like, there's that. Everyone's drunk twenty four seven. Yeah. Everyone's fighting each other twenty four seven. But that that's why that episode. You know that that great episode where they with the boxing matches. That's my favorite episode. It's that's my favorite episode. Uh, where they're all taking each other's. They they need a outlet, right? For the, all yeah, their aggression. So they, you throw your dog tags into the ring, and then like you're like, I got a problem with you, Starbuck, right? And then you fight. It's it's like very like fucking like Viking shit, yeah. right? Like yeah, headbutting competitions. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But like that just goes. That show is like this is what it's descended to. Like there's yeah. no, they need this. They're not humans. Matter. They're not yet. Yeah, exactly. They're not humans anymore. Um, but Voyager turns up and everything's fine. Like, yeah, it doesn't work that well. I think that's the biggest. That in the character, the characters are just not well written, yeah. Yeah. honestly. Because even the <laughs> shittiest character on Battlestar Galactica is still better than Callie. That's yeah. the shittiest character. But he, and... She's great, right? Yeah, she's great because she gets fucking killed because yeah. she's a traitor. Yeah, <laughs> but she get she gets more development than characters like. Harry and Tom and Chakotay. Yeah. And the, the crew that are good on Voyager are so inconsistently written that you cannot, simply cannot care about them. Yeah, like Tom is like either a whiny, complainy baby boy yeah. or he's like a carefree, almost like Han Solo guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I don't, that, none of those make, they don't work together. Like, I hate this guy actually. Yeah. yeah. He's completely punchable, so... Yeah. I don't know. And Harry Kim is nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens with him for seven years. If if you plot him on, like, a scale of, like, ups and downs of, like, you know, pouring shit on a character and watching him rise up, he's just a flat line. Yeah. He's, uh... Yeah. I, I, I met him in real life, and I was going to go up to him and ask him and then, like, say something clever about Star Trek and his character, mm. and I was like... But Harry Kim doesn't have anything. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, I'll bet, I'll bet that he's a really nice guy, right? Yeah, he was life. cool. Like he, he knew I knew who he was, and I was like, 
Because I was like, that's fucking Harry Kim, right? And he saw me like saying that to like Nick or whoever. And he kind of smiled. But like I didn't want to bother him. We yeah. were at like a bar. I didn't want to like bother him. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be one of those dickheads. Like the guy's just yeah. enjoying his night out. But the, yeah, he was he was with a bunch of other people and shit. So, uh, but that's the thing. I'm sure they're all apart from Robert Beltran, really yeah. nice cat people. Oh, and Roxanne Dawson because she's a right wing piece of shit as well. Oh, she? is she? Yeah. No. I think, why? I think she is. I think there was something about her like a few years ago, and she's like, yeah, she's a bit of a piece of shit. But um, is it because she's the Klingon? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Michael, do you, you know how they are. I'll tell you about when I met Michael Dorn, and he was like one of the rudest guys I've ever met. <laughs> no. We were at what a con. Uh, we were at a con, and um, like there was these people in front of me, and they brought like tons of stuff for him, like pictures that they'd done yeah. of him and stuff. And he was like, "Oh, thanks," and put it to one side, and then just signed this person's thing, and was like, "Next." And I was, yeah, and I was next in the it. line, and I was like, oh, "Okay, so it's to Rich," and he signed it, and was like. Thanks. And I was like, I paid money for that. I feel like he's just shy. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I think what did it was that he signed it, bitch bastards. <laughs> that's why That's why you didn't like it. Uh, I, you know, I called him Mr. Woof. <laughs> Mr. Woof. <laughs> like Loxana does. <laughs> oh, Mr. Woof. <laughs> he didn't like that. Um, so yeah, that while after Janeway says about the blanket, uh, Kez is in a medical bed, and they say she's your exact double, and then they slowly pan over and do yeah. some reveal music, which I thought was like I already knew this. You just told me she was in the. You just bed. saw, yeah. You just showed me this with your words. Yeah. yeah. So at yeah. this point, which is the the cold sting, let's take a break. And we'll yeah. be back in indeterminate amount of time to talk about more of this episode. There's only like several Seven. million more things that happen in this episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll try and get through them all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll skip around. See you in a bit. <laughs> Woof out! After these messages, we'll be right back. As we were just talking about, we're back for part two of this shit show. Uh, <laughs> literally, that... a shit show and a shit show that we're talking and about. A, this show is shitty. Um, like, our show, is, like, the M class is shitty, oh. and this is shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we left you when uh, Secret, two surprise, yeah. two Kezes, uh, double yeah. the overacting, 
double the the bad Star Trek character. Um, yeah, she's yeah. She's now officially six, which still makes it inappropriate for Neelix to be having sex with her. Because there's two of them. Is yeah. she six years old? Is that is that your math? That's 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 the math that Neelix is definitely going to use. <laughs> yeah. Are they? Um, they're not together at this point, surely. Uh, yeah, I still think they are. Oh, are they? They're they're pretty much together till the end when she turns into like a space butterfly or yeah, whatever the fuck happens. So fucking stupid. And um, then she pushes Voyager like several thousand light years, and it's like, wow, yeah, you couldn't have gone all the way and just pushed us home, huh? Yeah, you could you could have just stayed there? It would have taken you five minutes, and then you could have transported five minutes back. Um, yeah. So Kez reveals that. Uh, sorry, damaged Kez reveals to the to <laughs> Plainway that. <laughs> That um, the difference is that uh, their Voyager didn't start the proton enhancement of the warp core. And Jane right. Plainway then says to Balana, stop doing it because it's obviously the thing that's affecting the ship, the other Voyager. Yeah, it's going to explodiate the ship, right? Yeah. So she goes to uh, the bridge and Chakotay shows a sweet demonstration of Control C and Control V. A Voyager split it in two. <laughs> it's high tech things we've got going on here. And then Harry gives like the the most time cop um, explanation of what's happening. Like, ah, oh, we're occup- two Voyagers are occupying the same space. Yeah. And it two, must. Two th- yeah. It must. Can't exist. Can't exist. He turns into that goo man. Yeah, you turn into a <laughs> time goo. cop. Turn into a red goo. Uh, <laughs> But the reason the ships are not working is because they've they've halved the antimatter. So yeah, so it re- so they talk about this is when they talk about that experiment. experiment. Is it a real experiment? Yeah, I don't know, and I thought I was hoping you knew. No. I don't think it's real. I don't think so. But because we don't know about antimatter that well, like we know it exists and we've made it, but like we, I mean, I don't think it's real. Oh my god, it is real. Oh, wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I I brought up the uh, Memory Alpha article. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's Uh, it's real. If Memory Alpha says it, it's real. It doesn't have any other... Yeah, it's... I didn't think it was real. Because they talk with it about it with such reverence. You know what it reminds me of? The thing where um, Picard's talking about, like, Fermat's Last Theorem and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And how he gets it out to look at it occasionally and stuff. um, Because he thinks he might one day solve it. But this is nothing. But they make it yeah. everything in this show. I mean, it's interesting that they picked Kent State. Like, obviously, somebody went to Kent yeah. State. But also, like, that's where the sh- like the shootings in the 70s happened. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. So, uh, anyway, the experiment is, like, they recreate uh, regular matter, but they can't recreate antimatter. Yeah. So, and it's a it's a complete nonsensical hand wave. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's clever in the sense that like they thought of it, but it does it work? Does it like really work in the episode? Like how they explain it? It would work on I TNG. It yeah. would work on TNG because I'd believe it a lot more if it was coming from Data. Yeah, Data and Jordy would be like. Okay, we figured it out. Like mm. we figured out what it is. Here's the report. But here they're like, 
Uh, it's Kent State experiment, and oh, it's the it's the filling a balloon with antimatter, yeah. but it's the same. It's just it's bad. It's, it's not smooth. No, and the thing is, it's this show's problem of making Janeway know everything early yes. on before Seven's in. Um, yes. Like Janeway's always the one who suggests the solutions to Balana down in engineering in early. Voyager. Yeah, she's just too much. She's an engineer. She's a captain. She's a scientist. She's a... she's a scientist. Yeah, she doesn't let the crew figure out stuff. Yeah, I never even thought of that. That's a great. That's a great point. And it's why it doesn't. Like I love Janeway's a great character, right? Yes, Janeway's rules. She's so good. Um, she would have worked so much better on a different show. Because she's a yeah, genius. If this show, yeah, if this show just wasn't filled with... I, I don't even want to blame the actors, but, no. like, at, at some point I kind of feel like, like, I don't know. I think it just started off on a bad foot with it not being Nick Locarno. Yeah. You know, it's like, at that point you go back to the drawing board and you, you make something else up, right? I just, I just I have know. always thought, like... Uh, make it a colony ship. Make it that it's got Klingons and Cardassians and stuff. They were yeah. all kidnapped from the ki- by the caretaker anyway. So make it that right. Voyager and that there's like a few ships in the Voyager convoy, and they have to amalgamate right. them, like like with Battlestar. Right. It would be so. And much the, better. It, the symbolism is that the Alpha Quadrant bands together when it needs to, yeah. right? Like it's not. Yeah, and and obviously the Borg is like the biggest threat. Ever. Yeah, and they're all experienced with dealing with the Borg because they've all yeah. fought the Borg in the past, so they're all scared of right. them. But you could have like a Romulan and a Klingon having to yeah. overcome their differences, or not really. You'd have a relationship like Quark and Odo have, right? Right. And it would be And eventually it's like they're friends, right? Eventually in the end they're like like something ha like it would be I don't yeah, it would be meaningful. It'd be much more meaningful. Instead everything is half assed. Yeah. Like even even like the Klingon is half assed, mm-hmm. literally. She's yeah. half of a Klingon. Yeah. And it's like you couldn't have just made her a fucking Klingon. And like- the, the more interesting episodes with Balana are all when she is super highly aggressive Klingon. Yeah. yeah. Which doesn't make sense. It's it's almost as if being half a Klingon makes you more of a Klingon. Which- more a Klingon <laughs> It's a uh, it's a paradox. It's an in- yeah yeah. So an inversion paradox. An inversion paradox. There's two of her <laughs> occupying the same yeah. space. So then yeah. you've got this Brannon Braga bit of writing. You do a hard cut from explaining <laughs> what is wrong with the ship to uh-huh. ne- uh, Sam Wildman asking, "When can I start breastfeeding, Doctor?" Oh God! And the doctor says, "Well, I'm sorry. You can do it for a little while, but your boobs don't have the scales needed for." her incisors and it's like what, what am i watching what it's so weird. i don't remember i must have blanked that i probably trauma response i just was <laughs> out of my body at this point it was so weird it was so weird so so the boo like so but so the baby has teeth yeah babies don't have teeth but this these ones do fangs oh the yeah <laughs> that will pierce okay. her boobs so so i'm using it jesus Using a don't they a, have like some kind of like boob cover? <laughs> <laughs> like the right, like just get like a tarp and put it yeah, over. That's you. the blanket that Janeway's making her. 
That's like a, <laughs> it's a titty tarp. It's like um, you have you seen the Kirby Enthusiasm episode where um, Larry David wants to have sex with a Hasidic Jew and um, no, 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 <laughs> and he he does the uh, blanket. He thinks you have to have a blanket with a hole in, so you can't the hole see. In it. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. it's just like that, but for breastfeeding. That's what it is. <laughs> Well, thanks, Brandon Prago. You really world-built the shit yeah, out of this one. exactly. You need scales on your nipples if you've got a breastfeeding yeah. at uh, Mall. Um, like, did nobody tell this person about the, the baby that she was at? Like, like, I mean, they make you go to, like, school yep. for babies here. Yeah. Um, they didn't, they were just like, oh, like, interspecies, like, like, breeding, like, you'll figure it out. Your doctor <laughs> like, would have told you, right? Yeah, I would assume. Like, you know, these are the complications with having a kid. Your insides are going to be torn out by a Darth Maul horns. Yeah. And then she will literally tear your own tit off when she's breastfeeding. Yeah, she'll rip your boob off and, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we have to know. We need to know about this. This is important. So, um, Important information. <laughs> they're able in engineering to, which is the new bridge, in on the, on the Painway ship. Um, Painway to yeah. get a message across. No, it's Plainway, isn't it? They're able to get a message across to Painway. <laughs> so confusing. they figure out that there's two. They, okay, so this is so hard to explain. Yeah. Right? They figure out that there's two Voyagers. Yep. They figured out that they're using the same antimatter, yep. which is why Painway Universe is all, all shit help broke loose. Yep. And now they're trying to figure out how to talk oh, to each other. Yeah. Because they occupy the same space, so they do. Right. They set car alarm off, and they set yeah, they set a siren off, and they're like, "That's classic, classic plane way." <laughs> oh my god, it's my old Dodge Camaro. <laughs> Chevy Camaro. Oh, Rich. I'm sorry. Sorry, I picked I picked an American muscle car, but I don't know American muscle cars. I'm sorry. Um, it's all right. It's all right. So then, it's uh, your old. Uh, Jaguar MG. Yeah, there, it's I an Aston too. Martin DB5. DB5, yeah. yeah okay. um, there you go. So they develop a plan to reface the ship. It's all a lot of really scientific techno babble because they've got uh, they they do something charging the deflectors to start a subspace divergence. I don't even know. They want to merge the ship back know. together, but it doesn't work. It pulls them further apart, and then from then on, planeway ship then only has 30 minutes left of antimatter. I mean, that's going to be a problem in and of itself eventually anyway, right? Regardless if they get away. You have to... I mean, I guess they could just make more, but, like, again, this is where the problem with Voyager Uh shows up again, where it's like, well, if you can just add deuterium and make more antimatter, like, what's the fucking problem? Hydrogen... Deuterium is hydrogen with an extra... Mm -hmm. It's a real thing, right? It's the most abundant fucking element in the universe. Like you can just get it, right? Yep. Like, so I don't, I, I don't know. It's, I guess it's a problem. <laughs> it, that's the, the, but that is the thing, isn't it? What is the problem? What are the, yeah. what are the maximum minimums on the show? Like, can you yeah. use a holodeck, or are you reserve, uh, right. uh, you know, are you having to grow vegetables? Like those two right. things are incongruous. It, it doesn't work. Right, together. you can't. You can't save power, but then leave a holodeck on to run an Irish fucking village, right? Like, none of it, it's just whatever we want, whenever we want, which, at, like, that's, 
that's how regular Star Trek is. Uh, it's just I watched um, an episode of Picard, I'm watching Picard season three at the moment because I want to see how yeah. um, uh, how close it is to you know what I I did. Yeah, see? yeah. Um, and there's some stuff where I'm watching it and I'm thinking. Did they did they listen to this? Obviously they did. Yeah, but you know, I we we talk about that with continue all the time because there's shit where we've we've done something or we've written something and then it shows up yeah. somewhere and you're like, mm, did they steal that yeah. from us? Well, or... There's just a bit too much. There's a few things that have happened and I'm yeah. like, that is so close. But um, yeah, Picard is in the holodeck every episode for about five minutes having a conversation because they built this set and they're really super fucking proud of it, right? They love it, yeah. And the ship, the Titan, is completely destroyed virtually, like running on auxiliary power, and they hand wave right. the fact that the holodeck is still on by saying that it's always kept on its own power source just in case things are at its direst and the crew need some sort of escape from the... That's stupid. Yeah, exactly. Because you take that power source out and still use it for something else. Yeah, you still have to... If if it's that bad, you can use that power, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's dumb as It's shit. not yeah. like... Um, everything on every other deck runs on C batteries and (laughs) (laughs) the holodeck runs on AAA (laughs) it's not that much so it's fine yeah we can't can't use it the holes for the batteries are different size Uh, it's so stupid that's that's dumb that's really dumb that's that's worse than just not explaining it just say that the holodeck doesn't use as much power yeah, it still works. Yeah. It just happens to still work. It doesn't right? use as much Whatever. power as the shield that protects the ship. I would have believed yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> which, which obviously it doesn't, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> it's yeah. so stupid. But he's in this he's in this um, holodeck every episode. Every meaningful conversation he has, he's He's Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, Barkley. He, like, can't get out. So, plain way and damaged Kez... Go back through the rift in order to talk to Painway, and you get this Plainway Painway uh, face-off <laughs> moment where they're like yeah. really standing close to each other because you know of how framing worked in the nineties, but also because right. that's the only line, straight line they could find to cut the scene and make it look right. Yeah, um, you can't break the one eighty rule, no. so you gotta. And it's like. <laughs> Kate Mulgrew is so good, right? Yeah, she's great. She's great in this conversation, but it's in it's sandwiched by an episode that is so dense and so complex and with a cast that don't mean anything. It's yeah, sort it's, of lost. It's ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag, yeah, man. Exactly. It's, there's too there's too much like even me like us explaining the, some of this shit, I'm like, okay, like how do I how do I like explain this in words? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how I can't even put it in terms that a Star Trek fan would understand, let alone layman's yeah. terms, because it's so overly complex yeah. as an idea. Um, so, Pris- uh, Painway says she's going to self-destruct the ship because there's no way out, and if they self-destruct right. the ship for some reason, that will send all the resources back to. The antimatter, everything back to full phase. I don't get. Yeah, how hard that works. reset. Hard reset. Uh, Just <laughs> turn it off. Turn it back on. Um, yeah. And essentially, plain way. I'm, I'm getting confused by this. Even um, I know this is so. I could have done a better job. No, that. it's not That's you. My this fault. is just tough. It's tough to do. 
Um, <laughs> Plainway tries to convince her that like, give her 15 minutes and she will find a way to do it. So they send her back to her ship. Um, but the Vidians show up. and um, In the Plainway universe. In the Plainway universe, up. which right. I don't get. I guess it was bound to happen if they're the same, like, universe right or like see again like now it's like we're dealing with like is this the same universe is this a different universe like they don't ever really explain that i'm assuming it's the same like a different universe but it's like only like one channel away yeah right like it's not totally different so the same things are happening in these two things these two planes if they're copies when they go back together, does Sam Wildman remember the trauma of losing her own baby? Yes. I mean, yeah. It yeah. has to happen, right? Because cause fucking uh, Harry is like, oh, man, this is so fucking weird. Yeah, it feels like, wrong. I'm not from here. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was. it's so funny. So the Vidians instantly disable the ship. Yeah. Instantly get on board. And they just beam on and they're just shooting dude. Like fucking security officers oh are God. like turning the corner the wrong way. Like they've never fucking like had to like play Call of Duty no. in their life. Tuvok, Tuvok <laughs> steps out the lift and gets Mac 10. <laughs> yep, he's done. Um, he's and dead. they start harvesting his organs while he's still alive <laughs> on the floor. Then Tom Paris is running away and he gets shot in the back and killed. Um Yeah. Everyone's dying. Everyone's murked. When I was watching it, did you get this? That, like, there were more than three Vidians on the ship? Because it looked like there were just three guys running through, wrecking everyone. No, I thought that there was these, that the the Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that they were fucking, like, just really strong. Right. Which doesn't make any sense because they can't even, like, hold their skin on. So I don't know how that works, but... But they just annihilate yeah. the whole crew. Uh, they yeah, take they fuck five up. decks in ten minutes, like in well, in the, in the show equivalent of a minute, right? Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's fast, <laughs> and and it makes Janeway look like an idiot. Yeah. Like it makes them all look like idiots. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're just on the bridge and they're like, oh, the Vidians have taken over deck five through seven or whatever, and then they just they just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, well, uh, do we have anybody else with fucking phasers or what? Like, <laughs> and like bitch. should we try to stop this? Ensign, I don't know. Some bitch is just shooting himself in the face with a phaser he's never picked on up before. <laughs> Um, is this where it comes out? <laughs> um, then Janeway says, "Look, you know they're not on your ship. They reestablish the comms, and they're like, they're not on your ship, Janeway. Uh, Plainway, uh, Painway. Fuck's sake, Painway. Painway. They're not on Painway. They're on Painway's yeah. ship. Um, so I'm going to send you. I'm going to self destruct, and I'm going to send you Harry and the baby for some reason. It only seems fair," she says. Yeah. Why? And it's like, uh I I mean that's that's a hell of a thing to say. Uh-huh. I'm gonna rip <laughs> this baby away from its mother in the last days and give it to another baby, another mama. In her last minutes, yeah, the last moments. I mean, I guess like like uh, Wildman would like want the baby to live, but like I don't know. There's there's a lot of like philosophical mm-hmm. like like really fucked up shit going on right now. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> like. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's again. It's a concept that you'd have stretched out over a whole episode. Yeah, this feels like it would have major repercussions for the show. Yeah, but 
the next episode is episode 22, so we're moving on. <laughs> moving on instantly. So yep. Janeway tells Harry to go get the baby who the doctor is hiding behind his own desk. As if yeah, he's hiding with... There. Yeah, they're hi- he's like telling the baby to be quiet. And it's like, dude, it's a baby. It doesn't fucking know what you're saying. And Harry grabs the baby... <laughs> Gets off the ship. Oh, he he fucking murders yeah. these fucking sour patch kids. Like he does a flip, he does a roll, he does a barrel roll, doesn't he? Dude, fucking like episode one lightsaber fights these dudes. He's all over the place. And what you didn't see was before he came in the room, he like jammed his oboe into someone's heart outside. Oh fuck! <laughs> Proper Arnie from Commando. It. And he said. Cool off, Benedict. <laughs> cool off, Benedict. Uh, so. Hey, a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> then the Vidians ride through on their motorcycles. Um, yeah, they go, garbage pail kids forever. But Harry takes the baby and walks through the rift, and essentially everything's okay again because the ship explodes, it takes the Vidians with it. In and, the Planeway universe. So yeah. you think the Planeway universe is like the canon universe, yeah. right? The whole episode is a is a bait and switch. Bait and switch, yeah. You're like, there's no way that the Painway universe is the real one, because that, that's crazy. And in the end, it is. And forevermore, Naomi Wildman and Harry Kim are copies of the originals. Right. Or they're the same, but... They're not. They're not. Uh, or something. Um, it, it's, and then the next scene, all the repairs are done. Yeah. This ship all the lights was, are back on. The they turn the lights fucked. on. This ship was absolutely, yeah. well and truly fucked. Beyond belief. Yeah, this thing was a jalopy. Yeah. This, this, they were like sending it to the fucking junkyard. Maybe you'll get $200 for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not being as sold as a part exchange for a Klingon bird of prey yeah. or something like that. It's dark. Yeah, people people are gonna come and like just maybe get the headlights out of it. Yeah, because they need a headlight. <laughs> it's insane. And then you get yeah. Harry and Janeway, and Harry is kind of like, it feels so weird. Like I know I'm not from this universe, but I'm never gonna bring it up again. Um, yeah, I'm not like I'm friends with all of you, but I'm not. He basically says what I'm saying, like. He is he like is he the same or are they the same? Like, y- you never know. Like, there isn't a clever Star Trek like, like final shot like a, like an uh uh what do you call it? What's that movie? Fucking uh, Inception mm-hmm. with the with the with the uh the top spinning yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah. There's nothing like that to indicate that like oh yes it's it's the same or it isn't yeah. the same. Yeah, you right? get no resolution if you're uh if you're sad enough to be a Harry Kim fan. There is, like, I don't know what you're... I'm sorry. I, yeah, I know, exactly. Like, even as I said it, I was like, what would they love? What would they love about that guy? Yeah, um, not themselves. <laughs> but, like, your character is not the same character, really, anymore. Like... This happens again. This happens yeah. on more times yep. with him. It's it's almost like they were, like... like uh, when I did continue, like when I first started doing continue, like in like year three, mm-hmm. it's been like forty-seven years yeah. now. Uh, I was like, let's see how many game overs I can do in a row <laughs> before people start to call me out. Right? Did anyone notice it's- it? No, no one ever noticed it, and then I just got bored of it. And I was like, okay, that bit was dumb, but like. <laughs> But it's like they were like, let's see how many times we can fucking make Harry Kim be like a different guy. There's that one where 
he's the, one of the only survivors on when the Voyager crashes in the ice, and he's a completely different yes. character. He's like he's like John McClane levels of yeah. He's ass. like uh, he's like Blade Runner Harry Kim. Yeah. yeah, that's the most interesting he ever is. He's also older, right? Yeah. Like he's supposed to be like older. Yeah, although he looks exactly the same. I, I feel yeah. I feel very sorry for Garrett Wang. Like I, he was like. You know, he was like considered a sex symbol in the nineties, wasn't he? Like he was on like, <laughs> but he was on like magazine covers and stuff like that. It was, yeah, like, this is like, you know, we're finally gonna get uh, American Asian character yeah. who is like front of the line, doing interesting stuff, and then they mm-hmm. turn him into this nothing, this nothing sandwich. Well, he's a piss boy. He's like, I think Jeff and I talked about this before, where they were. It's like almost like they just couldn't. They couldn't get out of out of that eighties movie like Asian guys yeah. are nerds yeah. and you know like all that shit like yeah I I don't know why they did it. I would say it was like like uh, on purpose or prejudice ex- except for like almost every other character on the show is exactly the same yeah. way even the even the good I mean the show is only saved by the fact that you know Jane Kate Mulgrew is so good. Um, yeah, Cable Group carries it until seven. seven gets there, and then seven kind of helps even out the dynamic a little, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but not a lot. Um, yeah, and then the only other t- oh, maybe there's three interesting characters: the the Doctor, who is you know, I mean he's he has some episodes where he's like pretty much the least favorable character on the ship. I love him like this in this yeah. episode where he's like. Oh right, like I'm I'm just a robot. Like what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like like I love that. Yeah. Like I don't like when he becomes like the opera man yeah. and you're like, All right. I like did, yeah, that's when he, one when he, way you could go. When he like picks a family and stuff like that. It would have been really interesting to keep him as like uh middle aged data. Yes. Like have him as like he know he sees himself as a tool, and maybe the maybe that's what they did wrong with the character, right? Like Janeway's yeah. always treating him like a tool. It, it might have been right. interesting to, for him to see himself as the tool, and the crew try and pull him out of it. Yeah, that would have been more interesting if they were like, "Look, like you've been online for like five years, right? Mm. Like, like you're not just like the surgeon." And they start to like try to like get him to like that way. Him and and. Seven could be similar, yeah. right? Instead of having him be the one who's like, Seven, you're like a person yeah. and you're not a Borg. It'd be more interesting if they like hung out and were like, Yo, Why are they these doing fucking this? people so fucking <laughs> weird? Yeah. Why are they so like, rude? I just want to exist as a program. Why, why, why do they eat in the same space? That's fucking strange. Why, like, you, know? you know, why are they trying to humanize me? I'm not human. Yeah. 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 That That's been not really what I am. Um, yeah. And Tuvok's good. I mean, Tim Russ is great, right? And then Belana yeah. is half good. Yeah, she she she's like for me like on like hot and cold. Like yeah. her character is uh, uh, very hot and cold anyway. But mm. yeah, like I don't know. I I would say I mostly don't like her, but only because of her like marriage to Captain yeah. Piss Pants. It's um. There's a really good. There's that really good episode, isn't there, where she has the death wish, 
Yeah, and, like, she she's wants, yeah. taking the um, like holodeck safety protocols off and jumping out of like. Yeah, she does like the fucking guy that Baumgartner guy yeah. jumps off of a balloon and yeah. shit. Yeah, and that's yeah. good. That's good. That's like not being so depressed that you know this seven year mission is seventy year mission journey is yeah, she's, so shit. She's chasing. She's chasing the high, yeah. right? Yeah, she's trying to like. And it's that's very Battlestar where yeah. like Starbuck does that shit where she's like I don't give a fuck yeah. man and like I don't give a single fuck <laughs> but like she's self-destructive anyway so having this sort of like really final journey um, where you don't know if you're gonna live and die makes you just completely nihilistic right yeah you wouldn't you would just be so numb to anything yeah. she's like us on steroids yeah just not like care. we're pretty nihilist <laughs> but yeah. I haven't reached the point where I'm jumping out of a balloon no. up in this space yet, but no. we'll get there. I mean, if we could afford it, maybe. Yeah, I can't afford that. Yeah, that's, that's like, yeah, that's 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 a rich person's hobby, jumping out of a space balloon. I love these fucking idiots who are going up in this uh, the Virgin space thing, and they're all, like, paying whatever amount of money to go into quote-unquote space. Yeah. And it's- they're just like not in space yeah. <laughs> like like sure they're in zero gravity or whatever but yeah yeah it's not space yeah. it's like the upper you, upper atmosphere yeah you get back to me when you look out the window and there's nothing but black yeah then 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 we can talk <laughs> um yeah so just some interesting facts before we go to a break and then we'll come back with the uh cochran to catfish scale um it was brandon patented Sorry, patented. It was yeah. Brandon Braga who went to Kent State University, but he studied theatre arts. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So he didn't know anything about the sciences happening there. Um, yeah. I wonder, I wonder, like, I know it's just purely him being like, I went there. But, like, I wonder if there was, like, something going on that, like, he was, was interested in mm-hmm. or if he just decided because like you said they like act like it's really like a real thing which is like a credit to the show yeah. right like like that's cool world building but other than that i i kind of i'm more interested in like why he th- said that than what happens in the episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i don't care whatever um the episode Two janeways sure yeah <laughs> Um, he said the uh, right in the story was to bring elements to the series that it had been severely lacking at this point. We needed a show that was pure action, I don't know about that, and pure high-concept sci-fi. But I think, like, that's fine, but if your show is about, you know, like, there's cheese that's causing bacteria to mess with the ship's engines, and then you've got this episode next, right? (laughs) It... (laughs) It's too neat. It's too like jerky. It's too like neck jerk. Yeah, this show is is wild. Like it's a, a fucking wild show. Yeah. Like, and that's why people like it. I think. But and and like, I get it. Like I I don't know. I feel bad because we shit on Voyager a lot, and some of it's not warranted, and a lot of it is right. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, you're right. It's just it's it's gas breaks, gas breaks. It's I don't know what. It's like a student driver. Yeah. Like, wh- where are we? What do we do? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if, like, the episodes of Voyager that are good would be considered great if they were surrounded by other episodes that were of a similar quality and style, right? I think they would. I think if there was more consistency, I really, again, I know I say this every time we do a thing, and I've said it 40 times this episode, <laughs> it's the characters, man. Yeah. The characters are just weak, and they don't have any... 
like impetus to do anything. I think what the the really insulting thing to me is that you could swap out any of the characters who aren't Seven, the Doctor, or Janeway, right? You could yeah. have Harry Kim deliver Chakotay's lines. You could have Chakotay yes. deliver um, Tom Paris's lines. Yes, you could have, anyone could have the line. You could have yeah. Neelix deliver any line that Kez delivered. It doesn't make any difference. And that's like insulting as a, as a watcher to know that yeah. they care so little about those characters, the writers. Yeah, I. It's okay to have like the straight lace character. Like you need that. Like, and, but and but it's like they're all that. Mm. <laughs> like, you have a Vulcan. Why isn't he the one saying the straight lace stuff? Yeah. You have a fucking guy who's obsessed with nineteen nineties pop culture. Why isn't he being an idiot? Yeah. Like the whole time, right? Like, just make him subordinate all the time. Like this isn't. This shouldn't be a crew. Yeah. The, yeah. the first episode, there is a crew of characters made up from different circumstances, and then within two episodes, they've all abandoned those principles. And yeah, they're just like, Starfleet. whatever. We're Starfleet now. Yeah, the Maquis, like, easily just is like, yeah, this is, this is great, actually. Yeah. All that shit about me being, like, a fucking, like, terrorist and a yeah. traitor. You know what? You guys were right. Uh, replicators are, are the are the best. Yeah. Give me a hot bath <laughs> like, made by the first yeah. officer, and I'm yours. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love holodecks now, so, yeah, Starfleet all the way. It's just, like, you know, like the, the for me, one of the best, uh, two of the best characters in the show... Uh, apart from the people I mentioned, Alon Suda, the beta yeah. with the murdering complex, and yeah, Seska. Uh, Wormtongue. <laughs> and Seska. <laughs> yeah. Why not keep those characters? They're perfect. They're- yeah, you should keep Lon Suda for sure. Like, I love the idea that, like, oh, there's just, like, this fucked up serial killer, and, like, what do we do? Yeah. Right? And, like... I mean, it's kind of... Again, it's Battlestar. It's yeah. like, oh, there's a fucked up science guy. Like, the... Do- like, the doctor, yeah. right? Like, like, but they don't, they can't kill him because he's right about shit. Yeah. Right? And he's <laughs> right? useful. Like, yeah. He's actually, like, useful to, like, civilization. Yeah. And even Even after, though he's an asshole. But even after he does all that stuff on New Caprica, he's still yeah. useful. They have to, well, they have to prove that he, like, yeah. didn't really do, like, he wasn't a traitor, yeah. right? Like, yeah, he was just, yeah. just uh, coerced into it. Yeah. Um, and you know there are that's the joy of Battlestar, isn't it? That um, like yeah. there is no black and white. Everything is it's a shade all of grey, murky, yeah. horrible yes. grey. Right? Everyone is as bad or as good as everyone else. Yeah, because they they even paint most of the Cylons in a sympathetic fashion by the end by you know like describing like how they've been tortured and stuff. And, yeah, and like the war. Well, they even talk about like how like when the Cylons like like. Caprica 6 or whatever yeah. like when she like dies and she gets re-uploaded how like traumatic that yeah. is yeah it's, and it's like you're at the end you're like oh the Cylons were right the whole time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that show is so yeah. good man good thing uh, mitochondrial Eve is half Cylon <laughs> yep that show is so good <laughs> Like I yeah, can every rules. time every time I talk about it, I can I could legitimately stick it in and watch it again. It's uh it's so frustrating that Jeff won't watch. It. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like you got you got to watch it, Jeff. I know you're totally listening to this episode because that's yeah. 
I uh, when we do Toon Hounds, I've been telling Spivzy to watch Midnight Mass, like the Mike Flanagan yeah. thing, for like yeah. months now, and he won't watch it. And I know he'd love it. And it just, I just want to kill him. Just I watched a few episodes and I was like, man, I am like not in the headspace yeah. right now. Yeah, it's too. <laughs> I was like, this is this is crazy. It's too heavy. Sometimes you can't watch a show like that. I completely get that. Um, I was watching this uh, Comedy Central YouTube animated channel where these guys and, and women people talk about like their experiences on drugs yeah. and I've been watching like the DMT ones right. and like man that shit we gotta do DMT man <laughs> <laughs> that's just so insane the shit that they say it's like holy fuck like these people are like going somewhere yeah. like they're like outside of reality <laughs> like dude I, it's really interesting yeah I, I totally get that whole headspace thing like um I was watching that um, show, that dramatization of the, you know, the kids who they accused of rape in Central Park. Uh, yeah, 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 the Central Park kids. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I started watching that show, and I was just yeah, like, I did too. I can't, I can't yeah. watch it. And my, Rachel said to me like, yeah. "It's so good, it's so good. You've got to watch it." I know. And I was I just know. like, Rachel, if I watch another episode of that show, I'm gonna cry. I can't. That's watch why it. I didn't watch like Chernobyl. Yeah, like Chernobyl oh, was on so like good. during the pandemic, yeah. and I was like, "Yo, I'm not watching no Chernobyl ass shit while I'm stuck inside all day." There was a scene in that show where um, everyone's out watching the sunset as the radiation like leaks out of Chernobyl, and they're all on the yeah. bridge like, "Ah, oh, isn't this wonderful?" And they're all getting battered with radiation. It's just like they're just dead. Oh my god, it's so bleak, so bleak. Yeah. I, I've seen like documentaries about like like where they interviewed like the sur- like the survivors mm. like immediately because they were like these guys These are gonna fucking lost. die yeah yeah and the one guy says he like turns the corner into the reactor room and he just sees this fucking like ionized radiation just shooting up into the sky yeah. like a fucking laser beam and he's like oh I, he's like at that point I was like he's like I'm dead yeah <laughs> like okay cool yeah <laughs> sweet good work. <laughs> But you, you like you hear stories of like people on nuclear submarines and stuff when they weren't so safe, um, yeah. and like you know something happens on that ship and they were like, well, we decided we were obviously dead, so let's just get on with our job. And I'm like, fucking hell, that is a that is a yeah. strong realization to come across, and also a devotion to your job that I will never have. Well, it's like <laughs> um, like yeah, I'm not I'm not into doing anything that much. No. <laughs> Uh, it's like I watched another YouTube channel I watch is that guy who looks like Thor he talks about nuclear disasters and he does the one about the demon core experiment where they like took this like atom bomb core and they were like fucking with basically they're just playing with it right and they would put it inside of a dome uh, and like they would see how far they could close the dome before it like uh, went critical and just like flashed out all this radiation and the guy is using a fucking screwdriver to, like, lift the dome up, like, on his side, right? And he slips, and it closes, and whoosh, and there's a bright light. And he says, okay, everyone in the room, fucking stop. And, and he throws them all chalk, and he's like, mark where you are, because he's like, I want to know what this does to us. Even though oh, he was Jesus. like, we're, we're fucking dead, right? Like, everyone in this room is dead. <laughs> I mean, can you fucking imagine? Like, why are you using a screwdriver? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> what are you like, doing? I, I, 
yeah, that's taking your life into your hands every day. I don't want to work anywhere near that. Shit. Well, this was like this was like the fiftieth time he's done it, and a- another guy came in and saw him doing it one time, and was like, "He's like, you're gonna fucking kill yourself." He's like, "This is stupid," and he just like laughed. He's like, "Fuck you guys," <laughs> like, and he did. He killed himself. Jesus, that's it. That's, that's died the most painful death you can die. But at least he, you know, got some use out of that screwdriver. Well, now we all know where you can be when a fucking nuclear flash happens. Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, man. So yeah, we're just fucking monkeys, dude. Yeah. We're just fucking stupid that, monkeys. But that, that is it. Like people just take their life into their hands. I watch Evan do some shit, and I'm like, why are you doing this? And then I do something else later on in the day, and I'm like playing with fire or something and they're like oh to, that's yeah. why i do that that's why he does that because he's a human i used to do stupid shit i used to like jump off of sheds and just be like Wah! back when like my body had like energy in it mm-hmm. i just used to do dumb shit oh yeah so. you remember that yeah remember that when great. our bones didn't you know like creak and break at the slightest pressure and now i sleep on my left side for like more than 15 minutes at a time and my arm hurts yeah. all day my, i can't wake up in the morning without my back hurting anymore it's great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got like herniated discs, um, and I'm like, Jeff constantly laughs about this because we always we always. He doesn't do this. know. He doesn't. Know he doesn't yet. know yet. He's not 37 yet. That's when it all goes downhill, it's man. It's weird though that his shoulder has started hurting and the doctors can't mm. relocate it. And I'm like, oh, Jeff, I'm pretty mm. sure we told you last year that this no. was going to happen. Sounds um, like you're getting old, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 36, 37 is the magic year, everyone, when you start to fall apart. Like, just, just Yeah, that's when my body was like, you're done, dude. Walk straight into the reactor after your 36th birthday. Yeah. Um, just jump out of a balloon in space. That's that's all. Shall we... Um, well, yeah, the episode basically ends after that. After all that chat about nuclear war. And I don't remember, like, what... Ha- it just ends. She, and, like, the baby is alive. Yeah, he's, he says to Janeway, like, it's weird. And she says... Um, you know, that's being a Starfleet... We're Starfleet officers, Mr. Kim. Weird is part of the job, or something like that. And then it ends. Yeah. She gets in the turbo lift, and everyone's like, yeah, okay. Because you're a parallel reality Kim. Maybe you're more interesting. Spoilers, he's not. Um, he's not. It's not. It's too close to the other one. <laughs> Should have gone a few channels deeper. Yeah, go go farther. Maybe he, does, maybe he plays the saxophone. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would make him slightly more interesting. He could do he could do Baker Street. Yeah. <laughs> like every person who plays the saxophone does. <laughs> it's like the stairway to heaven of guitars. Of saxophone. <laughs> you go to a saxophone store in like Wayne's World and he says, Hey, point to a sign, no, no Baker, Baker Street. Um or no uh what's the other one? Englishman in New York. You know oh, what's that one? You know the Sting song? Oh my god. Where he's, yeah, it's a lot of saxophone. I don't know any Sting songs. You're not missing much. (laughs) You're not missing much. If you don't like the police or Sting, you're not really missing much, are you? Yeah, Um, ACAB, I hate the police. (laughs) All right, so that was the episode. We'll take a break and we'll be right back with uh, the patented catfish to Cochrane scale of water quality. Um, (laughs) See where it lies on that. (laughs) See you in a minute. After these messages, we'll be right back. Reap. 
Rambo's got the beat, and the band plays on. You can relive it all with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Introducing Size Noodles and the Rebo Band. Jabba the Hutt action playset sold separately. Play it again, Size. Starring Size Noodles, Droopy McCool on clarinet, Max Rebo on organ. Rib, 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 Rebo. <laughs> Dance, Droopy. It's your last solo, Snoodles. Whoa. New Size Noodles in the Rebo Band. Jabba the Hutt action playset sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Hey guys, it's an hour later. Uh, Josh and I have been talking Star Wars for an hour, so it's time to bring the show back, I guess. We weren't even talking about hot toys. <laughs> we Amazingly. Weren't. We weren't for a change. Jeff will be so pleased because we yeah. save all the talk about getting statues and toys for him so that he's uh, annoyed <laughs> by it because we show him lots I of I can, pictures. like, see him, like, zoning the fuck out <laughs> when we talk about that. Because um, it's, like, not a hobby any one human should ever get into. Well, the good thing about Jeff, though, is that even things that Jeff isn't interested about, he feeds off of other people being interested. That's one of yeah. Jeff's, Jeff's really nice qualities. Um, so, like, he's excited. That is totally for... real giant wiener. <laughs> that, well, and that. Um, they go hand in hand. Quink. Literally, yeah. <laughs> um, so, we're going to talk, we're going to give a rating for Deadlock. Yeah, so it's called. Um, so we we will use the patented catfish to Cochrane scale of warp quality, <laughs> where <laughs> nor like is a Cochrane. You, you Cochrane to catfish, yeah. Uh, I'm going the you're, other way. You're Britishing. You're doing it like how the they always gotta be different. You guys, I'm, I'm so, positive. Huh? I'm positive. Catfish is the top. You go ten to naught. You don't go naught to ten. You don't start with the. <laughs> assume something's going to be bad um so cochrane <laughs> is zero uh and a catfish one. is ten is it one yeah. it's one warp oh, one man we've never had a zero we've never done a zero well, you're never gonna have a zero uh, unless you did maybe um what's the really racist tng episode oh the one with the code of honor yeah. code of honor yeah um yeah that's okay. pretty I, that's pretty rough so I th- this is a really hard one to grade, I think. I don't know what to give it. Uh, uh, you know, there's lots of things like the sci-fi concept is is really clever, if a bit convoluted. Yeah. I feel like if this was a TNG episode, it would probably be an 8. Yeah? It, yeah, I, I think like they could have done so much with it, right? And you would have cared if like Data had have been sucked into the whole breach. You would have been yeah, like, oh my it- god, Data's dead. Yeah, imagine if, like, Geordi was, like, alternate Geordi. You'd be yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Geordi yeah. can see the difference between the realities because of his visor or something like that. That um, makes perfect sense. That would have been so much better. Um, but it's Voyager. And, and I don't give a rat's damn dick about any of these characters. Well, um, especially early Voyager. Like, before season three and below, like, there yeah. were some... Like, this was... And it's genuinely considered to be, like, one of the top ten episodes of Voyager because yeah. of the concept. Like, it's always talked about in that list with, like, Year of Hell and Latent Image and, right. um, you know... The one to... where they find uh, Amelia Earhart in space. <laughs> That's up there. The one with the dinosaurs, where the dinosaurs left Earth. The one where they land on the planet and they land the ship. That's cool because they landed the ship. Yeah. Uh, the one with <laughs> the clown in the holodeck... Uh, who's a fear <laughs> monster. Do you remember that one? The Thor? <laughs> you could be making this up, and I have no memory of this at all. Um, but the one where they fight the rock in the wrestling oh, ring. Oh, yeah, the one with there. the rock. 
Um, Counterpoint is the best one. The one with the guy who's a spy who's trying to steal the telepaths. Do you remember that oh, one? Oh, God damn. I think you've done yeah. it for the show. Yeah, we did it for the, yeah. That one's my favourite episode of Voyager. Yeah. Like, it's a great episode of Star Trek. But this is odd. This is a bit of an anomaly for me. Yeah, I don't know what to feel about this. I, I'm fluctuating between, and it seems like a trivial mm. like number because like it's not that far apart. But I'm like fluctuating from like six to like seven point five. Like yeah. I don't know. I guess I would say seven, but I feel yeah. like that's like too good of a score. For but uh, it. do you know what? Like, you know, Voyager's sevens. Are like Deep Space Nine's right. nines, right? It's the it's the curve, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. So you know, like there are a few episodes that I think would reach anywhere near the best episodes of DS Nine. I, I, I think I could seven's be, fair. I could be convinced to go five, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because like I don't really give a shit. Yeah. About like if I didn't watch this episode last night, I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, it, I don't know. And I think sometimes if you watch the first, the ones. A couple before this episode, they're going to yeah. colour your score whether or not it's a good or bad episode. By if they're a good or bad episode, because you grow so sick and tired of the characters, or you think, well, actually, that some of them aren't that bad, right? Well, that's like a really great point because, like, on my my Pluto, like I just like <laughs> leave Pluto on when I'm doing work or whatever. Yeah. Um, I have that Deep Space Nine channel playing the yeah. whole time, and yesterday I was like, I can't watch Deep Space Nine today. Cause it'll fuck up my, yeah. my it'll fuck up the show. Cause I gotta watch a fucking Voyager. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't go from Deep Space Nine like three goddamn good episodes in a row to like one kind of okay episode mm. of Voyager that actually is pretty good. But yeah. I think a seven. Yeah. I think you're right. It's a seven. It's a seven. Yeah, and if it was good. TNG, it'd be an eight. And if it was DS Nine, it'd be a nine. Yeah, yeah. I think the cast hurt this. And it's enough to take a couple of points off. And that's sadly always the way. Yeah, it's Voyager's Achilles heel. Yeah. It's just always the characters I don't I don't care what they do. I mean Chicote has like three lines in this and like we said earlier, his lines could have been said by anyone. I just like, like Chicote in this whole show is like I just picture him like leaning against a bulkhead in the background. And someone says something, and he goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his whole character. You know what <laughs> I always think, like, whenever he's acting? Like, they've taped his lines to the thing that he's looking at. Because he seems <laughs> like... so uninterested. There's no way he's learned those lines. <laughs> it's fine. It's, like, taped to the pillar. <laughs> like, this foam, styrofoam fucking bulkhead. He's like, <laughs> uh, Captain. He's, like, clearly reading it. Captain Janeway, would you like me to build you a bathtub? <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Uh, that PP virus made my PP hard. It sure did. <laughs> I'd like to touch Uh-oh. your Akuchi Moya. <laughs> uh oh, got the PP virus again. <laughs> no, you didn't, Chicote. It's um. It, uh, do you know what the worst episode of Voyager is? That one, apart from Threshold, the one where he's the boxer. Have you seen that one? Oh fuck, dude. I, again, I feel like. I feel like this is how, when I talk about Riverdale, how you guys feel. <laughs> like, is he making this up? No, I'm not. He's a boxer and he's taught by Boothby. 
Oh my god! It's yes. so bad. It's so bad. Why I, is he taught by Boothby? No idea. It makes no sense to me. Did he go to the academy? Yeah, he's an academy dropout. Oh, okay. I see. I, I mean, yeah. Sure, sure he is. Yeah. yeah. Or he gra- <laughs> I guess. Did he graduate and then he dropped like dropped out Starfleet? Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Who knows, right? Um, Who cares? But yeah. There is, there's no, never a good episode when it's Chakotay. Never. What a fa- what a failed, what a failure of a great setup for a character. Yeah. You know what they like, should have done? Made him Cardassian. They should have made him. Well, yeah. Uh, but even if they wanted to make him Native American, why? Why not? And they kind of do this a little bit when he goes back to like, I guess it's flashbacks, yeah. it? or he finds. Or they find, like, the Native American planet or something. Yeah, they do. They remember. find a Native American yeah. planet, and he thinks of his dad. Yeah, and, like, like why why not have, like, the elders, like, from the Maquis, who are also Native American, be like, do you, like, really want to, like, support Starfleet? Like, what about, like, what happened to us, like, mm. in America, right? Like, you're gonna, like, how do you trust them, right? Like, what an interesting commentary that yeah. would have been. Yeah. Instead, but- no. They just, don't, they don't, you know, they don't have the they, balls for this. They don't. They don't. Like, all the writers <laughs> who had the balls for it stayed on DS9, right? Yeah, yeah. And even then, it's like... You they know, picked teams for dodgeball, and yeah. DS9 got all the football players. All the good picks. Yeah. Um, and Voyager got, like, fucking nerdlinger as <laughs> bra bomb. <laughs> they got the math class. <laughs> Your brow bomb better work, nerdlinger. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd go with a seven as well. I'd like to give it higher because I think it's genuinely a really interesting concept. Great concept. Because, you know, it is It is a good one. It is like, it's a puzzle, this episode of like... It's a fucking, yeah, it's a fucking Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Like, it's it's really good. I. It's just compacted into one episode... Um, and a lot of it is just too, it's too pace. It's pacing is very strange. Mm. You know, I don't know. They, they really needed to focus on a couple of characters and, and how it was impacted on them rather than, you know, try and fit a line for each member of the crew. So like in Painway's universe, Ch- <laughs> Chakotay and Tom and Harry should have died. To just yeah. get them out of the way really quickly, and yeah. then you would have just like the remnants of that crew left, and then the crews combine yeah. right at the end. Yeah, what? A, yeah, that would be great. But I mean, look, like Rich, you thought about that for like ten seconds, and like <laughs> that's like way too much work for like writers. Yeah, to you think know, about. you know, Brandon Braga thought thought about that breastfeeding line a lot more than he thought about the actual rest of the episode. He got to that line, and then weirdly, there was like a half of a page missing, which he said he spilled like coffee on. But it was it wasn't coffee. Um, it I, was yeah. jizz. I it, you <laughs> tell what that was like. I I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I wonder who wrote this. And it was like Brandon Braga, and it was like, oh, okay, all right. We'll see where this episode goes. It's like, can yeah. I breastfeed yet, Doctor? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Like, I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I, I mean, a- anybody else, right? Like, mm. poor, like, in some ways, like, poor Brandon Braga, but also, <laughs> like, you've done it to yourself, yeah. man. 
Yeah, because I'm... Anybody I'm, else, you'd be like, that's pretty clever. I'm of the opinion that, you know, like, um, you know, there's nothing disgusting about breastfeeding. It's a natural right. bodily function. Women shouldn't right. be shamed when they do it. Yeah, we should be able to talk should about be it. Able to talk about it. Men yeah. should be able to accept it. You know, It's like, fucking human being. We're human beings. That's what we do. But yeah. also... It's Brad like and, pooping and peeing. But Brandon Braga wrote this, so I know that he's doing it for sex pervert, pervert reasons. Exactly. It's for pervert reasons, because he wants a scaly tit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's like, mm, what if they had scales on their titties? <laughs> and what if they're they were like twelve feet tall? He just watched Godzilla, two of his <laughs> fetishes in one. So he had. <laughs> you watched the nineteen ninety nine American Godzilla. Oh God! Fe- featuring Godzilla, feet Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, feet as Green- well. <laughs> Green Day cover Green Day with Jimmy Page and P Diddy <laughs> Feet Godzilla Oh man Yeah it's it's a shame it's a shame about this episode uh because <laughs> I, feel I like that's the whole the whole Voyager experience you're just like oh that's a shame Yeah it's like you know I really think Year of Hell is a great Voyager episode but it's full yeah. of Voyager characters and it's just like this would have worked in a better show it would have more impact if it... I find when I watch Year of Hell now, I'm just like, okay, let's skip to the end. Yeah. Like, let's get to the after this. Yeah. It sucks, man. Yeah. Like, but I remember, like, I'm I'm old enough to remember mm-hmm. when Voyager was on. Yeah, me too. Actually on. And I remember feeling like, okay, like, we're getting to the Borg. Let's get to the Borg. Mm. And I was like 13 when, you know, like, yeah. like 10 to 13 years old. And even then, I was like, all right, let's go. Come on. And I feel like the reason Enterprise was cancelled was because... Well, I mean, 9-11 was a big part of that, but... um, Wow, way to bring up a traumatic American event. (laughs) (laughs) You know why I think think Enterprise was cancelled? 1812. Revolutionary War. (laughs) Hey, look, we, we took George Washington. <laughs> you know, I feel like uh, we always talk about this. I um, feel absolutely no sense of Britishness. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, the Americanness is also. Yeah, like, it's gone. It's uh, dead in you. It's, it's, it's not. I'm not too proud at the, at the moment, let's yeah, just say. It's just like the, the war we're waging is whose country is least shitty. And. <laughs> And I don't think any of us have got, either of us have got good ground to stand on. Um, My whole life has been a slow, like, decline of, like, oh, that's not great. And then, like, something else, oh, that's really bad, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, we did that, didn't we? But, um, yeah, Enterprise would have, I think Enterprise would have done well if it wasn't for the fact that, like, Voyager burned a lot of people out. Yeah, it was it was too too silly and too uh, you know just no there was no focus like mm. yeah yeah I don't know and like all the cool shit is the Borg honestly like all the best shit about the show is the Borg yeah absolutely one hundred percent and you can't have every episode be about the Borg no. apparently no. so so that's how you get uh, garbage pail kids aliens yeah who would have been a good concept if they had stayed in it a little bit longer but that's the that's the part of the problem with the premise of the show as well. You establish a good rivalry with a character, and then you're moving on. 
Well, you're literally moving the whole time, yeah. right? So you can't have them be in the same place. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And like things like Year of Hell, well, make it a year then. Yeah, make it a whole season. Make it a whole season. Do something different. That's that's too scary. It's too, it's too clever for them. It's too... The flyovers aren't going to like that. No, exactly. People uh, in Omaha are going to write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> we all care about people in Omaha, I think. Who doesn't, right? <laughs> Fuck you, Omaha. <laughs> Um, Do you even know where Omaha is? Can I'm going to quiz you. What state is Omaha in? No, I don't know. It starts with an N. There's like Nebraska? one state. That start- yeah, you got it. Ah, same state as dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur is there's in a, Nebraska. There's a dinosaur in Nebraska? Yeah. I knew oh, that. You know more about Nebraska than I do. <laughs> uh, dinosaur in Nebraska. Hold on. I can you, can you pick out. out Nebraska on a map? Uh, no, probably not. It's the one that looks like a vacuum cleaner. Okay. I'd know about Mimmel. Mimel, yeah, yeah Mimel the, is the, the chef with yeah. the turkey. Yeah. The elf? Oh, wait, someone said he looks like an elf. No, he's a chef. Oh, he's got. Chef. He's holding Kentucky as the turkey. Oh, uh, okay. All Louisiana right. is the foot, right? I think I could name a lot of states. I'm not gonna, uh, not gonna subject this to people. I mean, show. I'm not gonna fucking like call you out because like if you made me like show you where like Sheffield is, oh I'd be like, God. I have no fucking idea. I I'm... I wouldn't even um, trust you and Jeff to point out where London was on a map of Britain. I, I've been there. Um, I also can like the Canadian provinces. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like. Nova Scotia, I know where that one is. But when your country is like 50 times the size of ours, right, at least... Yeah. Uh, you know, putting a pin in London is a little bit different, right? Are you saying it's harder or It's easier? harder. It's definitely uh, harder. I, I'm pretty sure I know where London is. It's at the southeast. South, uh, east, yeah. Yeah, southeast. Yeah, I know where that is, right. but yeah. But anywhere else. Could you tell me where Philly is? Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Well, you're smart. Do you think like an average Londoner? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I think like everyone knows the big states, right? Everyone knows Texas, New York, California, probably yeah, Chicago. Well, Illinois. Yeah, not Chicago. Illinois. Yeah. Um, well, fuck Illinois. It fuck might as well fuck. be Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to think, Florida, Seattle, yeah, the dick. Boston. Mm-hmm. Probably the easy ones to pick out, right? New Mexico. Well, the East Coast is a mega mega city one, right? Yeah. So East Coast is just one big city. <laughs> it is. It's just yeah. a fucking huge city connected by massive highways, yeah. right? Like, so it's really like moot, in my opinion. Like, it's it's like, the um, yeah. it's the Dakotas and the yeah. you know Ohio. It's those middle uh, states. Yeah. I wouldn't be so. Yeah. You well, know. guess what? Secrets out. Nobody in America cares about them either. <laughs> They're all the same. The corn states. The <laughs> Kansas, yeah. yeah, Arkansas. No reason to go there ever. Only good. You thing don't need that, to ever go to Arkansas. Only good thing that came out of Arkansas was the Arkansas chug and bug from uh, <laughs> from Wacky Races. <laughs> wacky Races. Well, I think we have to end the episode on a Wacky Racers. <laughs> I don't have anything left in the tank. No, wink, wink. No. 
Oh, that was good. Well done. Thanks. Um, right. So, uh, if you want to find out more about M Class, you could go to M Class email. Oh no, you can't go to M Class email. You go Don't to M Class card dot co. Um, I did that on purpose. <laughs> Jeff cancelled it. <laughs> I can't say that. He would. He would he's hate. gonna be. So- he's gonna be so pissed. Uh, I'm not editing it out because I already forget what we're doing. <laughs> um, if you want to be a patron of the show um, and get lots of extra cool shit and side casts, including like Jeff and Josh shoot the shit, uh, Jeff and Josh talk over movies, you could go to m www.patreon.com slash m slash m class podcast. Yeah. podcast. Um, You're doing great. And I should be the one doing this, but I'm not. I'm trying to do this. I'm, you know what? Normally, even for Story Lords, I have some notes to remind me, but I just completely forgot to write them. Cause I was... Don't. It, look, it's Tuesday. No, Nobody's really... We're phoning it in. Yeah, today. exactly. We're just um, hard phoning it. Do you know what you can do? You can follow M-Class on M-Class, uh, at M-Class Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> We're not calling it X. Until it's no. behind a paywall... And then it can go fuck itself. Then um, we can just finally be free. We'll yeah, just be free. Yeah. And you could go and uh, commission Jeff. He's not accepting commissions right now, but jeffpennington.art. Uh, go and send him a message. And he is, you know, having a really tough time with family stuff right now. Um, he wouldn't drop the episode, believe me, unless it was an absolute yeah. uh, clusterfuck what is happening. Um, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And um, you can go go to jeffpennington.art and go and commission him for a piece of work. As long as you're patient, because he's going to need a little while, I think. Um, but yeah, his artwork at the moment is like peak Jeff. His, um, it's so good, man. It's like crazy how like much better he is. Yeah. And that sounds like I'm being like an art critic, no, but no, like no, honestly, no, like I see it. Like yeah. you could tell. What, like, like his M class art cards. Like yeah. the I don't know cards. how he he bashes them out so quickly. As I don't well. know how he does it, honestly. Um, I don't know how he does it, and especially his photorealistic ones, like the one he did for yeah. he did a Tapol one, and um, what else has he done? He did the Bashir and Garrick one yeah. for the Wire. They're just great. They're so good. I know. They're like book covers. I know. It's like he does it for this stupid ass show. Yeah. But we don't deserve him. Is what I'm saying. No. It's too good for us. Yeah. I don't deserve shit. <laughs> you deserve to go live in Arkansas. <laughs> oh, nobody deserves. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, wow. So, yeah, do all those things. Um, support your favorite podcast on the internet. Um, Thank Yeah, thanks to Vidizen for the uh, Outer Space Race. That's our theme that song, That is Outer think. Space Race. Um, yep. Greg, okay. you, you're great. We love you, as always. Um, you can go and find out all about Vidizen at vidizen.card.co with two R's. I think that's everything, right? Yeah, if we forgot something, I don't care. Oh, I know what you do. You can also go and listen <laughs> to Story Lords. And you can oh. find all about that at storylords.card.co. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about that but it's the other podcast we do which is great and does and requires a hell of a lot of work yeah much more than watching a voyager episode which is painful that's enough. painful yeah that's a pain wave right there 
<laughs> the real pain way was the voyagers we watched along the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's an hour of hell. <laughs> <laughs> the year hour of hell. Um, so next week, hopefully Jeff will be back. If not, I'll probably step in again. Um, so. Oh man, you get me again? It's like babysitting. I get you every week. Where's Josh gonna go? Where's he gonna? Get, who's gonna <laughs> give him lunch for school? Who's gonna try and talk him out of ordering pizza for dinner? Oh, pizza time, baby! <laughs> Um, anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks to talk about more Star Trek. Bye! Weep, weep. <laughs> <laughs>